Welcome to the Shock Your Potential podcast with your host, Michael Sherlock. We all have potential, but sometimes we need inspiration to get us to our peak performance. Whether you are starting out in your career, ready to move up the corporate ladder, or taking the leap into entrepreneurship, Michael's guests provide powerful tools and resources to shock your potential. Shock Your Potential is a global professional development training company committed to your unique journey. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com and download our free Shock Your Potential app today. Listen in to today's expert. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Shock Your Potential. I am, of course, your host, Michael Sherlock, and all month long in August, we're talking about art, artistic August in particular, and my guests have been, as you know, so many incredible varieties of art, so many ways to look at art or to listen to art, as with my next guest. So Kendra <laughs> Mickey is a singer, songwriter, a writer, an actress, a published author. She was originally from Houston. She lives in, uh, you know, the, the glitzy town of, of Los Angeles. And she performs under the stage name Kendra and the Bunnies. Now, I love that. And I can't wait to ask her about that name. But she's also, when she performs, she's a psychedelic folk rock Americana and spoken word artist. So really fun and very, very unique for a lot of us. So she performs both as a full band and as a solo acoustic act. And her style heavily utilizes the element of storytelling, as you guys know how important that is to me, through song in particular, painting a creative experience for the listeners. Now, let me tell you, she's got quite the background here. She's released four albums and she charted globally at number eight on the digital radio charts between Dua Lipa and Miley Cyrus. So there you go. You know <laughs> that she's got it together. She's published two books, writes for several online music magazines. And uh, here's something really exciting. In this year of 2021, she was nominated for three Josie Awards, including Best Artist of the Year in Multi-Genre, Best Song of the Year in Self-Love Proclamation, and Best Music Video of the Year for Self-Love. So she has so much under, I can't even tell you how many incredible things she's got going on, but we get her today. So Kendra, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's good to be here. You have just a great background. And for those of us who are watching, you know, on the video format too, you have so many awards behind you. You got, you know, you've got your instruments, you got, you've got <laughs> everything going on. I love it. But yeah, what got you into this? What motivated you to say, okay, this is going to be my career and I'm going to go for it. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. I have been acting and I've been an artist since uh, since I can remember. I think I was four years old and I turned to my mom and I was like, there was someone on the TV screen and I said, I saw like a glimmer in her eye and I was like, oh my gosh, mom, is that what being a movie star is? And she said, yes. And I said, that's what I'm going to do. And so then we took me to the local theater, downtown theater, and had me audition. And then I started doing professional vocal lessons, professional dancing and acting lessons. And that became, that was my everything. Um, I'd go down to the theater twice a week, three times a week, maybe more with the weekends. And that's what I did. And, you know, acted and learned all the songs, made friends. Um, later on, I got into sports too, but pretty much my entire life has been about acting, about theater, about the arts. And then later on in high school, I got into rock and roll music and <laughs> philosophical questioning and spirituality, guitar, poetry too. That has played a big part in, in my career. And I think it's really important as, you know, it's, it's fun to see artists who um, 
have experienced it in a lot of genres because you get to tap into different parts of yourself a little mm -hmm. bit, you know, like you said, different questions, questions about the world, questions about how, how you express. Um, mm -hmm. So what, what has it meant for you? You know, so my question, you know, my big question is, you know, how has art helped you to shock your potential? Yeah, that's a really cool question. Um, I feel like art is the extension of my expression because what will happen first is it's almost like I'm an incubator for my thoughts, for my musings and, and my inspiration. So I'll go on a trip or I'll read a book or just walk in my neighborhood, get inspired by something like a piece of street art I see or someone says something particular to me when I'm in the coffee shop and it just like starts ringing in my head or I see it and I start playing around with the idea in my head and then more things happen to kind of help shape that song or poem. You know, I go from the coffee shop to somewhere else and then something else happens. And I'm like, this is a whole story today. Wow, mm -hmm. this is exciting. And so it becomes an extension of me because I would go through those experiences anyway and then to solidify them, make them part of my life, make them part of, you know, my memory, that's where the song comes in. And some days are super inspirational and the other days are like, what should I write about today? But it's all <laughs> it's all there in our lives. And I think that that has a lot to do with um, spirituality too, because in business, in expressing ourselves in art, it starts from who we are, what's going on. And the next thing you know, we're like, I should call that person, I should do this. And then it yeah. all kind of aligns. It makes the connections, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I was, as you were talking, I was thinking about how I've, so I've written a couple of business books, but I wrote them like novels and I'm finishing, I'm almost finished with my first actual novel. Yay. And when I get in writing mode, like the last two days, I haven't been had time to write mm -hmm. and I'm feeling almost like anxious. Like I feel, you know, itchy to do it because mm -hmm. once you start doing it and you're doing it every day and you're in that mode, your brain starts to look for more things to add to the story. Yeah. Definitely. And for new songs too, like when I'm live streaming a lot, I'll be like, oh, I should play that song. I should play this. Oh, I should do that. It's it's all there. That's cool though. That's the thing about being a writer is you're like, oh my gosh, I have to write today. Yeah. 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 I know. And somebody said to me, they go, well, why don't you just get up an hour earlier? And I was like, you haven't seen me without a cup of coffee <laughs> before. <laughs> and I, I'm not one of those early risers. <laughs> I get up early enough. I mean, I get up at 630, but I, you know, wow. I know people are like, well, why don't you get up at five? You could write. I'm like, because you haven't seen me at 5 a.m. Right. I do not function. <laughs> it'll be, it'll still be part of my dream. And I'll be like, da, 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 da. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit about, you know, when you were during, cause you've traveled, you travel all over the world to, mm -hmm. to sing and, and express yourself through this incredible medium, but tell me how you kind of survived through the pandemic and not being able to travel. I know we were, we were briefly discussing it before we were taping and I think mm -hmm. it's, it's great that you were finding so many other creative outlets. Yeah, of course. 2020 was a total surprise. I had some tours booked up to San Francisco, which I've since been back and started to really grow a community up in Northern California. But I had some stuff booked. And then, you know, my dad told me on the phone, I was coming back from Chicago from playing some shows. And he's like, I need you to stock up on your groceries and prepare <laughs> to stay home for a while. And I was like, okay, okay, dad, you know, yeah, okay, okay definitely I'll do that. And then so I get back to LA and then I go to the grocery store and I was like, oh my gosh, this is like really going down. 
you know, those first couple of weeks. And so, you know, like, you know, shifted my mindset to, okay, San Fran is definitely postponed. San Francisco is definitely postponed. Um, but what can I do in the meantime? I've got like all these different shows booked. I've really been, you know, on it. So I don't want to just say, okay, I'll see you guys later. So I just went ahead and switched it all online. I'm, I was already very active on social media on Instagram. I had live streamed a little bit. So, you know, I was like, okay, let's just do this. Let's give this a shot. And then the next thing you know, I've, I've live streamed over like 150 shows last wow. year and partnered with venues across the country. So we did like a virtual tour where I would link up with a venue in like Northern Carolina, and then they would sh- promote the show. They'd share my stream. It would be like an in-house virtual live stream tour concert yeah. with people all over the country. Really? For people that were really creative about doing this, you might, you probably reached audiences you wouldn't have. Right. Totally. And I started to be known as like the live stream person. So I got a lot of opportunities from people just kind of by word of mouth because I was consistently showing up. And then I recently am now doing a little bit of professional live streaming where I've been signed on by an agency to help grow another platform. And it's, it's really cool because it's exactly up my alley of stuff I would love to do. Absolutely. I think that's wonderful. And, you know, it's, it's funny um, talking to different people and how they handled that and what it's what they're doing with it af- as we get back to normal or whatever new normal is mm-hmm. um, and really saying, OK, you know what, for all the downsides of it, there's some been some incredible opportunities. And if you were in the right mindset for it and really use it as a launching pad, you, yeah. you can have new opportunities that you would have never contemplated before. Right. It, it gave us an, a, a reason to just like put a pause button on things and think a lot of self-reflection. A lot of my songs from last year came out of a place of, oh, I haven't thought about this for a while. Oh, that is where my anxiety stems from. Oh my gosh, did I just figure this out? <laughs> <laughs> is it something I can figure out? But a lot of those like songs and moments came in particular from being at home experiencing this year. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that for those of us who did that reflective time, it was painful also, but really, really good for a lot of us. And I know that, you know, if you can take some of those lessons forward, maybe we won't be quite so crazy and hectic in the future. Maybe we will Mm -hmm. be able to pause more often. That's interesting. I agree with you. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really deep with that. Now, I know we're going to take a quick break to hear from our sponsor, but right after that, I know you're going to share with us one of your songs and, and the video that goes along with it. So can you tease it a little bit? Tell us what you think you might share with us so that people can stay tuned, not only right now for a little tease, but at the Mm -hmm. end. Yeah, of course. So I think I'll talk about the song Self-Love Proclamation since you Mm -hmm. talked about it earlier. Um, I was recently nominated for, like you mentioned, three awards, three Josie Awards. It's an independent award showcase in Nashville, Tennessee. Self-Love Proclamation, co-written with a lot of people in Nashville, is all about just ripping off the Band-Aid and saying, this is who I am, and I'm going to love myself for who I am. And that journey to finding ourselves is definitely evident in the song. Excellent. Well, uh, listeners and viewers, as soon as we uh, hear from our sponsor for the month, stay tuned for that clip, and then we will be right back to talk more with Kendra. Are you tired of the time and expense of going to the salon for a mani-pedi? If so, Color Street is your answer. Base, color, and top coats are blended together in an incredible polished strip that you apply yourself. The result? 
a brilliant salon quality manicure in just minutes with no dry time, smudges, or streaks. These strips are 100% real nail polish, not stickers. They're flexible, can be gently stretched for a perfect fit, and last up to 10 days. I've been using them for months now and love the amazing selection of colors and styles, along with the ability to create my own unique manicure by mixing and matching. Shop today and support our sponsor, Betsy Roberts, by ordering at colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 2095611. Again, that's colorstreet.com backslash BH Roberts backslash party backslash 2095611. Or simply click the link in our show notes. Oh yeah, alright Go ahead and rip it off like I haven't felt this before mm-hmm. Band-aids only last so long Eventually you gotta get down to the core Mm-hmm well, they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger Every day I hold on a little bit longer This dance is mine, just feel my vibe Or spin around, don't need no validation And we are back with Kendra Mickey. And uh, oh my goodness, I love your music. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> and thank you so much for sharing it because I, I think it's, uh, we've done that a couple times with some of our artists on the show over the last several years. And it's been really fun to introduce people to, to different music, different artists. Um, we don't do it a lot because, you know, we're typically talking about business, but I think it really mixes it up. <laughs> but the big question that I have for this month is because most of my followers are entrepreneurs or they are, you know, kind of part-time entrepreneurs. They want to be entrepreneurs and they're really focused on a lot of, you know, achieving some great things. But I really mm-hmm. believe that, especially after this last year and a half, that it's important for us to really take stock of art and, mm-hmm. and whatever kind of art means something to any of us. But because I truly believe that it helps us to be better, more well-rounded people, better society. But what does art mean to you? What do you think that it brings to the world? What What's your advice on why people should maybe pay a little bit more attention? Wow, what a question. So there's so many different things that come to mind. The first thing would be the healing element to art. Um, when we are able to express ourselves, we can let go of different things that we've been through. Um, I work sometimes with this nonprofit based in Los Angeles called Artists for Trauma. And it's mm-hmm. basically based on that, where it's like people who have PTSD, physical, mental, veterans, emotional, spiritual healing, we come together, we do art. And I think that that really encapsulates what art can do for us. Um, it's done that for me personally, just like dealing with, you know, different racing thoughts or yada, yada, whatever mm-hmm. goes on in my life, I'm able to channel that into the guitar and then like, let it go or channel it into a poem or lyrics, let it go. 
So that would be the first one on a personal individual basis. Like it's super healing and collectively too. I mean, I've gone to music festivals and concerts and just been like, after the show, I'm just like, we all just went through that together. That feeling of like, you know, guided by the artists too. Um, And then I think the next thing would be the um, cohesion of community thought that can be showcased through like an event, like I just mentioned, Mm -hmm. a specific piece of art, a movie, a music video, some sort of cultural thing that happens, which we also went through this past year. And I would see different, even infographics on Instagram, or I'd see different ways of artists talking about the emotional things that they're going through with like, you know, society and social different things that we've all been all that we're all going through. And it reframed my mind. And I was like, Oh, you know, whatever it is, I see it from their perspective. And then it opened up my heart. And then I was like, Oh my gosh, I just changed as a person. Right. From seeing something from seeing a piece of art that's happened in plays before. Um, You know, I go to see a play and I'm like, Whoa, Mm-hmm. I just changed as a person. I feel like more enlightened. And so I think it's also a really good way to start conversations in a way that's not like, hey, mm-hmm. you should think this way. It's like, hey, this is the way I think. And then if that person and then if it clicks, it clicks and it can be a really great conversation starter. Uh, that's a really great point. I, when you were talking, I was thinking about and I didn't I haven't seen it in Broadway. I just saw it, you know, the musical on whatever HBO or whatever it was streaming mm-hmm. on. But when I watched Hamilton and okay. I I honestly I knew Hamilton was a big deal, but I didn't know. I didn't know that they wrapped through the entire show. <laughs> I mean, when you think about what they're saying and the lyrics, that was, you know, opens your mind and it gives you some a completely different perspective. But from a musical and artistic uh, perspective the the artistry of that show is is out of this world you know just to be able to put an entire story of you know a huge portion of our you know our country um coming together into rap mm-hmm. and you're like wow how did that happen mm-hmm. i think you're absolutely absolutely right mm-hmm. it brings us together and gives us ways to talk together yeah and and experience new things and grow and then go through sometimes i think about how there's there's art written about previous history but then i'm like oh yeah we're creating history every day so things like hamilton or more revitalized contemporary stuff is like oh yeah we're also still creating history okay cool like in 10 years 20 years what will people write about this time (laughs) Yeah, that's a really good perspective. And, you know, um, I, I think, too, I'm really excited to see people start to go back to concert venues and have those shared experiences because we've craved being together and we've craved being together in those shared experiences. And mm-hmm. it still may take a while for some people. I'm very comfortable. I'm like, let me have it wherever I can go. I'm going there. <laughs> um, and I know other people aren't quite that open with it yet. But I think the I think that will be a, not that we didn't all love it before. Mm-hmm. But I think we're going to appreciate it even more now. Mm-hmm. Everything. Yeah. Just yeah. like everything. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to stand in a, you know, in a, uh, you know, Coliseum and just look around and see 50,000 people and go. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, yeah. And just like wait in line to get up the stairs in a big arena after yeah. the show and just be like, this is great. 
And yeah. this, or yeah, after the, the show, people when, just standing in line. <laughs> yeah, or after the show, when everybody's walking out, going, "Oh my god, that was great!" Or the yes. sense of excitement for an encore, or you know. Oh my gosh, so mm -hmm. so great! I watched a lot of live streams with different artists and put on a lot of different live streams with different artists, and it'd be funny because you'd get to the point of the show where there's like the audience applause and. Then the artist looks at the screen. They're like, oh, thanks for the emojis. Thanks for the chats. It'll be different for all of us. It's definitely yeah. going to be shocking. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Kendra, I love it. Well, I know we're going to have all your contact information on our show notes, but in case somebody wants to look you up right now, and I know they'll also have the link because we're going to have your video, but um, you know, what's the best way for them to find you to find out more about you? Yeah, so my website is KendraandTheBunnies.com. Um, on Instagram, I'm at Ken Bunny, K-E-N-B-U-N-N-Y. That's also on Twitter too, if you like to tweet like me. Um, on TikTok, I'm at Kendra and the Bunnies. TikTok is very fun. YouTube, I have all sorts of content, music videos, my podcast that I did during 2020. Um, that is Kendra and the Bunnies on YouTube. And then of course on Spotify, Apple Music, anywhere you stream music, you can stream my latest uh, album. I also have another upcoming project out in July that's kind of more country, a little bit country. Um, so just look up Kendra and the Bunnies and all my music is there. Excellent. Well, you just spent some time in Nashville. I just came back from Nashville myself. Not for the same reasons you did, but. <laughs> Such <laughs> a great town. I'm looking oh, forward to going God. back. I'll tell you, that was, it was, that was very exciting to be there and see so many people and nobody, nobody wearing masks and people <laughs> elbow to elbow at the bar. It was wonderful. Right. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I went down to Broadway street and I was like, Oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot going on. <laughs> I just want to tell you where I got mad that the beer, the uh, Coors light were $6. I was like, no, <laughs> no, not $6. They were $8. Whoa. They were $8 Coors lights. And I'm like, no, I, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. They're recuperating. Exactly. Well, <laughs> before, before we go, do you have any last words of wisdom or pearls of advice for my listeners and viewers? Yes, definitely. I think the one thing that I've been going back to over and over right now is only you know. We can take advice and we can listen to other people and we can listen for clues from the universe. Now that is getting into a gray area. Who knows more, the universe, God, or you? But I think <laughs> what I'll stay, stay at is like we can take advice from other people and we can take advice from our surroundings and things we read and our horoscope. But at the end of the day, it's about our own perspective, how we filter in that, oh, the, the horoscope means this to me today. This means this. Only we know our true north and our true path. Mm, I agree. I love it. Kendra, it has been an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest today. Thank you so much for stopping by and chatting with us. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. Go ahead and rip it off like I haven't felt this before. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. Band-Aids only last so long Eventually you gotta get down to the core mm -hmm. Well they say what doesn't kill you makes you stronger Every day I hold on a little bit longer This dance is mine, just feel my vibe Or spin around, don't need no validation Watch me, no time for explanation
episode of the Shock Your Potential podcast. Learn more about us today at shockyourpotential.com, including details on Michael's two best-selling books. Tell me more, how to ask the right questions and get the most out of your employees, and sales mixology, why the most potent sales and customer experiences follow a recipe for success. Make sure to check out our Shock Your Potential app, on-demand professional training resources to help you excel in your career. And as always, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and like us today.